Welcome to a learntolearn.org podcast. We are here to support your learning, taking off the limits that we have accrued to our learning and adding in those ingredients that we've learned from world-class learners that have made them the best so that we can each update our own programming and become the best learners that we can be. We're really glad that you're here to share some time with us. We hope that this brings you exactly what you need today to better engage in your life and your learning. In regards to typical school learning, the most common question we get is, why does this matter? Why am I learning this? How is this ever going to be relevant to my life? And what does this fit into? So we're going to take this up from a number of different angles here today. This question of why does this matter is so essential because if we don't see why something matters, if we don't see the purpose of it, if we don't see where we're going with it, too often we just don't get on board to go. Now, that happens at a lot of different levels. You know, people will ask all the time, well, you know, why do I have to learn history? Well, why does that matter? And they don't see a bigger context. Or math. You know, I have a calculator. Why do I need to learn this stuff? How does this matter? And again, too often, the learning just stops. So let's start there. Let's start with why does any of that matter? And in some ways, you're going to have to answer this question for yourself, but let us see if we can help you set it up so that you can answer. The first part of it, we can provide some good insight into it. So many things that we learn in school develop the neural pathways in our brain in a very different way. We don't develop the same neural pathways learning to play a sport as we do learning to do math as we do writing a paper as we do, learning science, developing a capacity for every one of these develops our brain in a different way, develops a different capacity in our brain. And we might not use our brain again in exactly that way, but so often we run into situations in work, in our life, where we need that kind of capacity in the brain. We need the ability to think in that way in order to solve what we're dealing with in our life. Now, could it be done better? All of that, of course. But we're just looking for, well, how is this useful? How does this have relevance? Why does this matter in my life? We do understand that so many of these things these days are poorly presented for the times that we're in. Maybe how they were presented worked better at some other period of time. Maybe not even then. But that's a different question because this is what we're faced with. This is what we're dealing with. This is the system that we're often plugged into. So how do we use it? How do we turn it around and make it work for us even though the design isn't right? This is the question that you have to answer for yourself. How do you make this interesting for yourself? How do you set it up 
How do you think about it? How do you approach it? What's the attitude you take? What's the self-concept that you operate out of that makes whatever it is you're dealing with interesting and useful and in some way relevant to you? So we can point at some things, but there's going to be whole areas of that that you really have to answer. And if you're going to be, in a sense, stuck in the system for many years, then it is worth finding those ways of doing it. We've suggested so many approaches in the many, many podcasts that we've done. And you can go back through those and garner perspectives from those. And then see how that fits for you, how you can make use of that. Another way this question so often comes up, why does this matter, is that we're given just a smattering of data points. You know, we study maybe biology, and right away we're learning a whole bunch of factoids about how a cell works, what the components of a cell are, and you know, how photosynthesis works, and we're maybe required to memorize a lot of information, but it has often not much context. So again, we're left with this question, well, why does this matter? Okay, if I know how photosynthesis works, or if I understand how ATP is produced, what does that fit into? Why does that matter? And that's a really important and powerful question to answer. If we use our biology example that we were just talking about, just as the representation for all kinds of factoids that we might get in all kinds of different subjects, if we think of every one of those pieces of data, every one of those things that you have to memorize for some reason, a good teacher will put that together and help you see how that all fits together and what it means at a larger level. But Again, often that's not done or not done well. So if we thought of this like getting a bunch of puzzle pieces that we're having laid out in front of us, and we're learning those puzzle pieces, and we're looking to see how do we take these separate fragmented pieces of information that are floating around, and how do we begin to put them together? First, in a sense, we want to sort and group these pieces into piles, if you will, that fit together. They have like corners, like edges, colors that match. That's the categorizing of your facts. And that can be kind of fun. How do these shapes, how do these data points, how do they seem to connect in a direct way? Well, if we're learning about photosynthesis and then we're learning about Krebs cycle and production of ATP or some such thing, we can see those have similarities. Those are how those organisms produce energy. Okay, so we can take those and put those together. Now we can start assembling, linking those facts into groups, larger groups, sections. We can connect those pieces that fit together to show the relationship between them, a little bit like we just talked about. Then we can keep building out from those small sections to make bigger parts that show broader concepts. And we can keep connecting more facts to see the bigger picture, to see in time the full picture. We also notice, am I missing some pieces? 
And if so, then what are those pieces? We have to do a little research. We have to do a little looking around. Maybe it comes up in a later class. And we start seeing what those pieces are and how they fill in that bigger picture, that puzzle piece. Eventually, all those little facts will come together into a complete puzzle, the big picture. And then you can step back and understand the full significance of how those details interconnect. Rather than isolated, fragmented facts, now you have an integrated understanding tied into important overall concepts. All right, let's fill this in a little bit. So let's say we're memorizing all kinds of cell parts. We've got mitochondria and vacuoles and Golgi apparatus, and it goes on and on and on. And we see the nucleus, and we see, oh, there's the DNA. And, and at that level, sometimes it just seems like we just have a handful of puzzle pieces. It can even be hard to keep track of their functions and locations. So we can start by categorizing these by the organella type, the nuclei, the ribosomes, transport, storage. So we have a framework to fit them into. And then we take that and look over the history of biology and concepts about cells and how that developed. You know, some of the important people that brought out fundamental concepts about cells and how they pieced it together. And then that history starts to make something interesting happen because seeing how somebody else explored this, how somebody else discovered piece by piece some of these things can bring it alive for us. Then when we start filling it out by looking at some of the metabolic pathways, protein synthesis, cell division processes, these begin to show how these organelles interact as an integrated system for life. And then we begin to see the cell as more than just a conglomeration of parts. And then we can sort of zoom out and see how those cells interact to form tissues and organs and how those let the organism function. Now we can relate to cells as part of larger structures and see their emergent function. So we go from jumbled details and weave those into in a sense, a tapestry that reflects the origins of life, metabolic systems, and the principles underlying biological complexity, and the big picture begins to emerge. So in each and every subject, we ask this same question, why does this matter? And then we try and answer that. Why do I need to know this detail and this detail and that detail, and how do they fit together? And what do they assemble into as a larger picture? That's where we're trying to go with this. That's what starts to bring us alive. And as we do that, we develop our brain and the interconnections between those various areas of the brain that are so important for our capacity to engage successfully in life. Thank you for listening. Our purpose is supporting your capacity to learn and to attain all that you can imagine. We hope you use the perspectives and exercises that we have shared. 
feel free to send us questions, ideas, experiences that might benefit our listeners via learntolearn.org, L-E-A-R-N-T-O-L-E-A-R-N.org. Finally, please help others by sharing our link with your friends, family, and other loved ones, since how you learn is how you live. <laughs>